Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as always, we'll uh, get over to the chit-chat with uh, John Randall and I this week, and it's some pretty uh, video game-heavy chat this week, so I'm going to keep this intro uh, kind of short and sweet because this is one of the uh, longer, I guess they kind of they kind of vary the Save It for the Cast episodes, anywhere from like a half hour sometimes to like up to a full hour, like full-blown episodes, sometimes even longer than our regular episodes. But uh, yeah, this one, we kind of lean into some more Elden Ring. I feel like Randall and John have kind of left that on the back burner for a little bit just because they were like, we're talking about this like every single time we uh, sit down to chat. So we'll uh, chat about it before we start recording the the episode proper. So yeah, they dig into some Elden Ring and even John digs into some more uh, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, the Sunbreak uh, DLC, I believe it's called. I always forget the name of that DLC for whatever reason, but probably because there's a million different uh, <laughs> Monster Hunter games at this point. But I did want to give a shout out to a couple games, although, again, uh, since I've still been kind of getting settled back in here in Michigan, uh, I've been kind of catching up with some old pals, which I mentioned last week, and we've gotten together uh, a couple more times. And the first time we just kind of, you know, mostly just caught up and shot the shit and had a few beers and whatnot. But uh, the last couple times we hung out, they uh, apparently get together almost every week and uh, do a 32 race Mario Kart 8 tournament on uh, Switch. And uh, so, yeah, the last couple times we hung out, we uh, ended up doing that. And I was thinking like, OK, I've been playing a bunch of games, but obviously with these guys playing every single week, I mean, they know every every single shortcut. And I'm not just talking about like the major like, you know, kind of main shortcuts, but just anywhere where like if you have a mushroom and you can kind of cut a corner here on the grass or the mud or whatever, like they have it all down to like pretty much a science, although thankfully with some of the newer courses that have been added with all the DLCs, which has been a lot of fun for me because I haven't really played any of those up to this point, and they really haven't played a ton of those yet either. I guess they're kind of like just starting to get back into the groove with uh, doing the Mario Kart on a regular basis, and this last time we only got about halfway through the 32 races because uh, one of the guys couldn't make it, uh, so we were playing online. Like Most of us were all at one of our buddies' houses, but uh, one of the guys was playing online, and because one of us uh, ran to the restroom or ran upstairs to grab a drink or something and, like, left the controller inactive for too long, it just, like, kicked us out of the session, and we were like, oh, man, even in, like, uh, I mean, we just had computer players otherwise, so uh, to round out the other 12 players, but it's pretty fun. They put it on uh, frantic items, which basically uh, you get you can get pretty much, I think there's still some kind of rhyme or reason to, like, what items you're getting based on what place you're in, but it's not just, like, if you're in first, you're getting coins and bananas, or if you're in eighth, you're getting the blue shell every time or lightning. Like it's kind of like you might be in third place and get three red shells or get six red shells even potentially, or get like the Mario Kart eight, like the infinity icon or whatever, where you get like all the items in the game or whatever it is. Um, so it's pretty cool. It actually kind of seems to round out uh, the gameplay a little bit. And then, yeah, I was really lagging behind. I mean, I came in last, I, I beat all the computer players, but just barely edging them out. Well, uh, they were like just mopping the floor with me. Like, come, I, I did come in first, like on a couple of races, but when you're racing 32, I mean, I was getting eighth place, seventh place. I mean, I was thinking, like, you know, I'm the guy with the video game podcast over here <laughs> talking a big game, but uh, just too funny, too funny. But uh, I did want to also mention, uh, well, after that, actually, before I get on to the next thing, um, after the session kind of ended uh, abruptly, uh, the reason one of the guys couldn't make it in person was because he wasn't feeling super well. So he was like, OK, I'm going to stay home, but I'll play with you guys online. So once this online session ended, he was like, OK, I'm going to hit the hay. And we ended up playing a little more. I just finally received my copy of uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Shredder's Revenge on Switch. Physically, I know Randall and I uh, talked about that game uh, quite a bit on a regular episode of the podcast. Uh, but it was really fun. We played through like the first six levels uh, with four players. So it was really it's 
pretty chaotic. So I know you can play up to six players. And uh, my buddy uh, Vince that we were over at his place, he's got like a pretty huge projector. It was really fun to play like a, just a huge, like intense, beautiful uh, beat him up. You know, the pixel art in that game is just absolutely amazing. And the soundtrack as well. Uh, he's got a really great sound system, too. So it was really cool to experience the game that way. But it's also we were just playing on the normal difficulty. And I don't I don't remember if Randall and I called attention to the difficulty of the game. But, man, we were getting or maybe the difficulty gets ramped up uh, if, as you add more players or something. But I felt like it was just we were getting our asses kicked. Um, but that game is just really, really awesome. I mean, I just basically can just double down on all the opinions that Randall and I had when we talked about it before. It's just a blast. And I'm hoping I can uh, bring that over uh, another time or two and we can polish off the rest of uh, the campaign. Because, yeah, the the combat system is pretty in-depth. Like, even playing it again, it was like, oh, I'm still kind of remembering and even, like, figuring out, like, learning how to do new moves. Like, I played as April this time, so she obviously has, like, a little bit of a different move set than all the turtles. And uh, one of the other guys was playing as Splinter. So it was was pretty cool. It just, I don't know, it's really fun to play a beat-em-up with four people. Uh, in person for uh, for that matter, because right, well, Randall and I were able to play on uh, Game Pass. We were playing online, so uh, it was still fun chatting on Discord or whatever uh, Skype or whatever we were using to chat while we were playing. But it's not quite the same as like sidling up on the couch next to somebody and uh, chipping through a co-op campaign or whatever. But yeah, I did want to mention as well, uh, just a, not even a game that I've played yet, but I finally did pick up a copy. Um, I know I mentioned I, I don't actually I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast, so I take that back. But uh uh, Randall pre-ordered the game Demon Throttle from Devolver Digital and uh, Doinksoft, which is the developer of uh, Gato Roboto, which is one of my personal favorite games. I just love, love that game. Um, and uh, they had this new game coming out on Switch, and it was like, it's going to be physical only, and it was like on, I think, special reserve games or something. And I was like, I don't feel like making an account and, you know, just buying something on a site that I don't have an account for. So the first wave came and went, and then Randall and our buddy uh, Ben or Paradigm uh, that we talk about on the podcast sometimes from the Indie Game Collective, he got it as well. And I was like, oh, man, I should have pre-ordered it. And then they opened up a second wave of pre-orders, and you could even just order it on Amazon, like a standard edition without, like, the slip cover and the extra goodies or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'll pre-order this. And then I got an email saying, like, hey, you're uh, the... Like it was just supposed to come out just the other day, like two days ago, uh, as of the as of the day of recording this, and uh, I got like an email saying I have to approve a delayed shipment. So I approved it, and it kept saying like you still need to approve this. So I approved it like five more times. It wasn't seeming to work. So I was like, okay, I'll just cancel the order and reorder it, not thinking. And then I was like, oh no, that probably took me out of the pre-order queue. So I tried like calling Amazon, trying to get my order like back activated. And they're just like, yeah, we can't do that for whatever reason. But (laughs) they're just like, we can't do that. So I was like, oh, no, this limited edition. Like I finally after having the willpower to not get it the first time around when they opened it up again, I was like, "Okay, I can't I don't have enough willpower to pass up on it twice because it does look so awesome. It's just like a top down uh, shooter, which uh, Randall and I are going to be talking about Pocky and Rocky soon. It gets like a short mention on this episode here. Um, but, uh, the new Pocky and Rocky reshrined, which is another like top down, but ground based, uh, shoot em up, uh, which you don't see a lot of. I feel like I say that all the time, but maybe it's just cause I'm seeking them out now, but yeah, Demon Throttle just looks so fun. It's got a really great NES aesthetic. Uh, and I was able to track it down at Best Buy first. I was like, maybe I'll order it on target. They had it online for some reason. Yeah. I went to Best Buy. They had it. It said they had it online. They couldn't find it. They were like going back. I was like, uh, the day after it came out and they like dug it out of a box in the back. Like nobody knew what I was talking about looking for the game. They're like, Oh, this is one of those obscure indie games, huh? And like, 
I was just like, I'm sorry for making you guys uh, scramble all around the store. But at the end of the day, I ended up uh, with a copy of the game and I obviously just canceled my Amazon order and everything. But man, what a debacle to get this game. But it ended up kind of working out in my favor because uh, although I didn't want to spend the extra 30 bucks, I was originally using Amazon points to uh, purchase that game. And then I noticed that Paper Mario uh, Origami King on Switch was on sale for like 40 bucks. So I was like, oh, that's going to be and uh, with color splash on Wii U which I never picked up. I think the price of that one's like I've seen it up to like 90 bucks sometimes on Amazon or wherever I saw it online. So, um I was glad to kind of pick that one up now cuz I even though I know those games have gone a little bit off the rails and we've even talked about that on previous episodes of the podcast, I'm just like ah, I still heard that one was pretty good and it looks gorgeous. So I really do want to dig into that one and I still think they always like Every one of those games that I've played, at least, has had uh, in that series has had something to offer, even if it doesn't quite live up to the greatness of Thousand Year Door or the original game. It's still like they've all they've all scratched the itch enough for me, even if I don't end up finishing them. I'm like, ah, I still like experiencing like just the clever mechanics and whatever, even if they overdo it or over just complicate things sometimes. But anyways, I know I said I was going to keep it short and sweet on this one, but I ended up rambling longer than I intended. So I'll wrap it up here. And uh, kick it over to uh, John Randall and I for some, uh, yeah, mostly heavy uh, video game chat this week. Uh, But until next time, we'll catch you then and take care. Rusty Randall over there, man. It's been—I feel like it's Randall been a little rusty. minute since uh, since uh, we've been on a recording, man. I feel like it's been a while. Rusty Nolary, yeah. How you been? <laughs> That's uh, busy, very busy, very very busy. Good yeah, busy. I feel you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fiona's Fiona's going through a little bit of a rough time, so that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But family just left, and we just had a birthday, and there's a lot of changes and. All that's going on and works a little bit wild, but that's not too bad. But uh, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. been a little bit of a marathon lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> visit with Tina's mom was super long. Well, between yeah. like her being out of town with her mom and then yep. extending that. But that's awesome that you guys got some good time to hang. And for the most part, you like other than I'm sure it was still busy, but you still being able to like be at home yeah. from all of that yeah. seems pretty good. Oh, yeah. Like you got the best end of that deal i guess yeah oh definitely Um, yeah for sure and i got like some gaming time in at night that way you know and uh and and like some of the work stuff that i needed to push out but felt guilty about working on you know on a on a normal night i could do when you could be having like family time or whatever yeah 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 Yeah. and and some one-on-one time with fiona which i'm sure you don't get a ton of between just busy schedules and whatever you know so for sure Yes. How old? Yes. Little Bowser. Yeah. Little Bowser time. Yeah. She is four. She just turned four. Uh, okay. August 31st. So is that first grade or no. is that kindergarten? No, first grade is like seven years old. Yeah. Please. She she could have she could have just hit the mark for preschool. That's uh, right. yeah, Official yeah. preschool. But um, there was a like already a wait list and um, a lot of factors they used to determine who could get those slots if they're open. So she needs yeah. to wait until she's five, basically, to, to start that process, even though she she probably would have been ready this year. But that's OK. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I realized that uh, my godson is probably the same age as Fiona because he oh, yeah? literally just started preschool. And uh, he had uh, like I sent a photo of it to uh, I was just like, going to bring that up. Yeah. boys like he, yeah, he, he still like uh, doesn't have like full like verbal communication yet. But like uh, he like he like he's the one who refers to Mario Party as Mabo Party. Oh, nice. That's fantastic. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love but it. <laughs> on his like uh, thing that his like teachers filled out for him is like. My teachers are this, like, my name is Michael. My favorite color is blue. When I grow up, I want to be Bowser. Hey! <laughs> and I'm like, I've never been more proud. <laughs> my man. And I'm like, what is it with all the kids and Bowser these days, man? They're like, Bowser rules. They on Bowser. the dark side. And they're, and I guess the dinos are just coming back. Because oh, I do yeah. know my uh, my brother's uh, new baby, like, they just... Uh, like for at the baby shower or whatever, whatever thing I was at where they got a bunch of gifts. Yeah, I think it was the baby shower. Um, they got like a bunch of dinosaur stuff and everybody's like, yeah, dinosaurs are in again. And I remember I was always like checking out dinosaur and like whale books in the library. Oh, yeah. They had these like books in our school library that had like these. Uh, I don't think this is the right word, but it's like that, like clear, like acetate or cellophane like paper where there'll be like multiple like. They'll make a picture of a whale and then you like turn Take the page one, and it's yeah. like clear and then you see like the insides of the Ooh, whale with like yeah, the muscle cool. tissue and whatever yeah. and then like turn it again and then it's like the skeleton or whatever and I would like check all those out. I, did, those I don't are think sweet. I read anything. I think I just looked at the pictures, but I was yeah. like, I'd yeah, check those out probably 20 times each. Dinosaurs Same. don't go out of style though. Let's be no, real. That's true. Cool. Yeah, I guess dinos yeah. have always been pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. like they're yeah. dinosaurs. They can never yeah. hurt you, so they're only cool. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and especially Bowser, he's always he's always putting up some fairly half-assed attempts on those boss fights. You he know? is. Yeah. He basically he, lets Mario skate on by. Yeah. He knows go, what his role is. Go ahead and beat is. the game. He knows what yeah, his role is. Go ahead. Is. Yeah. Go ahead and get back to hopping and bopping around on some obstacle courses. What you really want to be doing it's in like, this game? Oh, you got me, man. Nice job. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gave it your best. Nice work. Continue on. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Man, I haven't played a Mario game. Although I guess I just just beat just Super Mario the, World not that long yeah, ago. Yeah, I was like the I Mario like I haven't played World a Mario thing. game in a while. Um but yeah, I did just play that. But I guess not a 3D Mario. I don't know. Maybe just like I just edited that episode and just put out the one where Randall talked about Bowser's Fury. So it was like oh, that's man. just like on the brain and I'm like literally just grabbing like a gif to tweet about it and i was like fuck i need to play this game it was a really sweet gif like kind of like a almost like crash bandicoot style where like you're heading towards the camera and it's like mario riding on that like dolphin di- dinosaur Plessy. creature thing mm-hmm. yeah is that plus and like bowser's just like Plessy, blasting away yeah. i think that sounds right yeah because yeah. i know I, I love that game messy. that bowser's fury was is awesome it was getting me pumped out. and it was even again, like even on the super compressed GIF in and of itself and then posting it on Twitter, even more compression. Probably I was still like, damn, this game looks fucking great, man. They can really make. Oh, yeah. Uh, the switch sing, man. And oh, yeah. I, you know, Nintendo's always done a great job of making art that direction hardware. is a hell of a thing. It really oh, yeah. is. You really don't need a ton to just make it like really just go all out. Hence yeah, why uh, it's totally fine to still play like Xbox 360 GameCube era stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> and why it's totally fine. I, I was a little bit, I was starting to think with like how little we had heard about uh, the like Zelda follow-up stuff for Breath of the Wild yeah. follow-up. Like I was like, man, are they going to push that to like a new console or something? Like, is it going to maybe? And then I was like, nope, I, I guess it's coming guess it's coming now i jeez yeah. I, I didn't even like have a chance to look at all the th- I, I they just announced a shit ton of things and i am just like catching it piecemeal i don't even right i didn't, yeah. I did, I didn't see it. the uh like That's tales of symphonia yeah like that I was, that was, yeah that was one of the last things other than zelda yeah that happened like, I, I wasn't watching the stream because i was at work but like I, I missed it too yeah i was until just like a, seeing a what after. people were posting about and like af- even like days afterwards i was like Oh shit! How come nobody talked about this? Like, yeah, yeah, there was a, it was pretty like loaded, kind of some random stuff, but like like the Kirby remake from the Wii game, and I'm like, Why? I own that game, but I've like also never played it ever it's, it's I don't think a I great ever... game but like i don't know why that is yeah the one. they're really like it just it seems like really scattershot on what what they're yeah it's, it, it's almost just like they they it, like, unless it's just boiled down to what is like the easiest to do but it seems like they're putting some love into it like i saw somebody do a side-by-side of like an environment screenshot and it was like man they're adding a lot of like extra detail and extra so they're not just like you know, upraising it. But like, why would why are they re-releasing Rune Factory three when like Rune Factory five is coming out yeah. soon? Yeah, and four yeah. came out on the Switch, and I played. Like, it just seems like who's the audience for it? Right. I guess like yeah, uh, who's is that a DS cla- game? Three. It looked. Like, it looks like it still yeah. looks like a DS game. Yeah. Like, yeah, that looked more like it got the upres treatment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a little, a little beyond that, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It, it was like, yeah, I'm like, I was kind of getting excited just because I was like, oh yeah, cool. They're giving Kirby some more love because I feel like they are giving Kirby a ton of love. But I, I, I was like, yeah, I'd rather see like uh, Epic Yarn HD if you're gonna if yeah, you're gonna give us a Wii yeah. game that you know and give it the HD treatment. Like, imagine if that game looked as good as the Yoshi uh, Good Feel games do. Like, oh man, but like, that would be how, so sick. What would they even do to like upres it? Like. It just it, it yeah. Looked, they'd almost have to like redo it, right? Or, the I textures guess I don't know. are all like pretty nice to begin with, but like again, like it's not like there was it wasn't a really like graphically demanding game. Like it's not like they can just take the like Wind Waker stuff and be like, "There's no pop up. There's no like right. uh, uh fog." Well, I wonder though right. if if a lot of that stuff is like textures though and stuff, and if it is just like if they can like have it be like the original like right the highest fidelity whatever like maybe yeah maybe they could just do that or something yeah um i don't know i guess they already remade it i forgot that i always forget they have that 3ds version of that game and and oh my god uh donkey kong country returns i feel like they put those out right around the same time so i those were very end of life of like the last like real 3ds life that's true those ports yeah like but anyway, let's talk about Gene. Elden Ring. Randall. Elden Ring, yeah, I like that. Get I, in. I feel like it's been a while. It's been a long time since Elden Ring's come up. It, yeah, yeah. Like, like I've completely forgotten how to play that game. <laughs> I, <laughs> I booted it. I booted it up. Like I was like, oh yeah, Randall's gonna talk. Let's refresh. And I was like, oh god, I'm I'm just dead. I'm oh god, so, this game's hard. <laughs> yeah, this game's so hard. <laughs> yeah, 
It's kind of funny how you got pulled into like, I might have even said this before, but John, you got pulled into like three different or two or three different like massive games. Yeah. And like I was thinking for a while, I was like, man, nothing's going to pull John away from Elden. And then it's like, oh, man, he's got like three things tugging at his heartstrings and none of them are Elden. Yeah. I get uh, it, though, because it's just it's it's seemingly infinite. At some point, you just have to be like, I want I need to play other video games. Yep. (laughs) And this one just needs to take a back burner because it never stops. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and also like the the muscle memory is real like you yeah. it has to kind of, like at least for me how i play video games like it has to be the game i'm playing yeah and even just memory memory sometimes like i know if i like i guess i could probably jump back into like breath of the wild and start like exploring and maybe pick up where i left off but i almost feel like yeah if you just don't really remember what you were doing last and like it's kind of hard to just go back into it so i never finish long games yeah yeah no, but I so I I've I've been chipping away at it still. Although now now because of other video games that is that's it's losing its <laughs> crown again as per usual. But uh, no, I I did the the Rodan fight. Like this is this is me. You know, like obviously months and months later compared to most people. But I uh, did the Rodan fight. That was amazing. It's uh, amazing, but it was so. How many times did you die? Oh, geez. Because <laughs> uh, like I, I like lots. fought him like a couple times, and then I left, and then I would come back like twenty hours later and be like, maybe I'm strong enough to oh, beat him, no. and then I would die like five times in a row. I'm like, all right, looks like I'm leaving this battle again. <laughs> like, and I did that so many times. Like, yeah, it was really frustrating, but really cool. But oh yeah, it is. It, it boy, it, it was probably like. It had to it at least 20 attempts, I would yeah. imagine, that I did. Um, and, and it just comes down to avoid this guy's crazy, like, long-range lightning rocket attacks that he's doing while you're summoning Alexander all these other help over characters, and over right? and over again. Yeah. And then you just kind of, at some point, you kind of have this path that you can take because you can, you know, you're going to start learning the patterns as per right. usual. And, you know, once I have enough of that, got lucky enough, got stupid enough to, like, try a couple of risky things and get away with it and stay on my horse the entire time, which you can't do in any boss battle up to that point, in my experience. Nice. Uh, It is is very much a, like, uh, end boss of Breath of the Wild, where it is just, like, the biggest arena possible, and he is so massive compared to you. His attacks are so massive, like, you're doing an attack, and then you're just running the fuck away. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, the first time I I warped to that area, I was like, this is a huge area of the map. Why can't I access it? And then I'm like, oh, this is just a boss arena. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like a whole mini continent unto yeah. itself just for the sake of this boss battle. There's like nothing else there. It rules. Like <laughs> and it's not but it's not the final boss of the game. No, or hell it no. is. Not even close. Hell no. Oh my god. It's like a first third boss. <laughs> oh because, my god. Oh my god. Because the uh, I forget, does it unlock Nuxtrella or does it unlock uh the eternal city is nuxtrella the eternal city i don't remember uh the so that's is that the end of is that before royal city or after i get it all i'm getting all mixed up no that was royal city's after that right 
Yes, but yeah. I went there before because I just kept dying and I was getting frustrated. Oh, Royal City's a bitch. And I know oh, you dude. warned me about that too. And it was like, some of these segments are just so painful it between sucks, your save but it's points. So, it's like, uh, what are you doing to me right now? Like, uh, and talk about playing like 20 times is nothing on that boss compared to how many times I'd replay some of those sections just trying to find the next whatever lost grace or whatever. Dude, okay. I'm surprised God. both, a little more so Randall, just knowing both of your playstyles. But I'm kind of surprised both of you have the patience to like keep grinding when it when it is like grinding away of like failure after failure. Like, what is it that is it just like the game is that compelling still, or is it just like I don't? I'm just kind of surprised. It's it's a little shocking that it's like oh man, because like I it's so easy for me to like, I was even playing like a platformer that I was enjoying the other day, but I like was kind of dying a little more than I usually do or like more than I did in super Mario world. And I'm like right away, just like, ah, this is a little too hard. I'd rather play something else. (laughs) And like, it's just so easy for me to like give up on a game these days. Yeah. So maybe it's just me. I I think the exploration is the compelling part of it where it's just like you get a little bit further each time and you go into a room and like something wild happens that you've never seen before. And you're just (laughs) like, I need to see what's next. And then, yeah, what's beyond this? That's a good point, because, I mean, it it is sort of that way in a game where you're just like progressing level to level, like, oh, what's the next level going to be? But it is more like just a series of challenges as opposed to like, oh, I found this area that seems cool. And then this boss that's whooping my ass is making me think that like, yeah, it must be cool. Cause like there's a reason why it's so hard. So I, 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 I kind of get that. Yeah. Well, and along the way, besides just the mini bosses, some of the regular enemies are, are sons of bitches, but yes. like you're, yeah. you're gaining confidence by through repetition and learning their patterns and what works and what doesn't. And you know, that that's worthwhile, even if you end up losing a lot more than you end up winning, especially mm-hmm. at first in that regard. And I don't know, you just kind of bake in failure to the, <laughs> to your experience. Part of the experience. I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, it's sort of the same as like doing like a super meat boy level. I yeah. guess I just don't have that in me as much anymore. Cause like, yeah, even though like those kind of games, like I get pretty frustrated quickly. I'm just like, ah, I'd rather just be like, I'd rather just play something that's like perfectly at my skill ceiling where it's like, oh, I die once in a while and it's like right on the cusp of my, but that's like, you know, it's way too much to ask. Not every game is just going to be right on that perfect cusp, but like, yeah, that, that is a good point. Yeah. Like internalizing the actual, like, yeah, just getting better at the game, like that feeling of that. I don't know. And, and so much of honestly, like what I've been, I, cause I haven't been playing Elden Ring, but I've actually been watching a lot of Elden Ring <laughs> lore videos, like okay. not even like gameplay, but just people like talking about item descriptions <laughs> and like characters. And like, it's fascinating how much of the game, like there is and it's the same in like all dark souls games like there's such a rich story for literally every area and every yeah. placement of enemy yes. in it so yeah. it's like there was a thing that i i recently watched a video uh the her channel i think is quaylag uh which is the name of a uh, dark souls one boss sounds uh, like it yep but okay. uh yeah. she she did a video about how like uh uh, the Liernia is the uh, uh, Royal Academy and they have they're the Church of the Moon and they have Just the puppet 
people and the puppet people are the or the puppet enemies rather are uh they hate the albionics i don't know how to pronounce any of these things sure um but they're the uh like toad looking people that do the cartwheels oh and so like anytime they are together the puppets will always be attacking them first that because they like they hate their existence like they're like what they're aligned with as like the like pre uh like church of the moon like thing like it is there's and like just like every enemy has like this interaction with other enemies where there's like the crucible knights which are the more like pre they're aligned with the dragons and they're Mm -hmm. like the like natural thing and like even the uh the elder the outer gods in this game like come from space so they are like technically aliens but like you don't think of them because they're just like celestial beings but they like uh, like there is so much in everything and the game tells you none of it the game is like yeah like the game is like yeah, I don't know. You're just fighting a big dude. You can figure it out on your own if you care. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just like this is a lady with a big sword, and she wants you dead. Like, yep. And there's ways yeah. to get some more information about those encounters from specific yep. people if you know where to find them or mm-hmm. talk to them or talk to them enough times. But even then, it's it's mostly pretty oblique stuff. You're not, yeah. you know, like you're not, t- they're not going to tell you exactly how to beat the boss or anything like that. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Like you're kind of talking like cryptic hints, like along the lines of like the old man behind the waterfall or whatever in Zelda. Like you get like kind of like a or maybe that's what the hint is about, like going behind the waterfall. But like kind of like that kind of stuff, you mean? Or? Even that even is more just lore. I would. I say, know. I was gonna than, say like okay. that is too straightforward yeah. of a hint. Yeah, because those are more like hints about like yeah how to progress or how to like beat a boss or whatever. Yeah. 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 It's more like oh, I went to this one area and I found a sword, and that sword tells me a brief bit of backstory of like the faction that wielded it and if i interpret that along with this other item description then i can understand why this like boss when i killed them they cried out this name of this (laughs) other npc (laughs) it's like it is so unbelievably intricate and well crafted and but like it is only there if you want to know and yeah it is it is unbelievable and like i it is so wild to like see like stuff like uh george r r martin and like miyazaki like just like like i'm i'm imagining them like having the time of their lives coming up with lore and like then we're like and we'll tell them none of it oh yeah <laughs> yeah i'd like to see like the web of everything like interconnected and like you know what i mean or whatever like dude those, watch storyboards or whatever you want to call it any of the videos that i've been watching like it is because like, it's all speculation too yeah like none of it is all just fans being like this is we're doing the legwork and we're trying to figure out why these things are connected or like why does this air tree have like this like face in it that this face also oh. appears in this other side of the map and and it's like yeah. it is uh it is unbelievable what a good game it's like, it's unbelievable yeah just the the intricacies uh of this game it's and i feel to some degree i feel bad that i'm still mostly now sticking with the same kind of general loadout that i've been using for the past i don't know how many hours just tens of 
hours, like probably yeah. 50 hours. I've been using those yeah. lightning bolts and my uh, my cipher pata thing that doesn't take any like weight. It's just a literal like little like uh, lightning uh, fist weapon, essentially. Ooh. Right. Yeah. So it, it, because I've like. I've put so much stats in the in the faith build basically yep. that it keeps scaling with that, but it costs no weight on mm-hmm. me, so I can like pump up my armor and be like stupid aggressive. That's so, great. It's fun. Oh my and, god! And back to that muscle memory thing too. Once you get used to like your weapon set and your loadout, you're just kind of like, oh man, if you like, you get into like a rhythm of all like the button presses and the cooldowns oh, yes. and everything, and you're just like, okay, I like. I don't want to take any chances, even when we're even, you know, when we were talking about Into the Breach, which takes no muscle memory, but it's like brain memory, I guess. I'm like, I don't want to commit like a new squad to memory. That is exactly what I've also been doing with like Monster Hunter. Like that. I know. I was just gonna. Ch- I was just gonna say that because you posted that clip on Twitter of like that. You were like, "This Dude. these people are playing a totally different game than me," and I was like, "This is like, how is that not a cutscene?" By the way, I know it's Monster Hunter World, I think, but yeah. still, it was like, "Holy shit, this is like insane!" It looked so awesome. Well, yeah, like uh, there are some times when I'm playing like. Uh, so I've mostly been playing like two builds in uh monster hunter rise like light bow gun is my main build and that's what i do when i want to like advance story or like play like things that are uh, like above my difficulty or at my difficulty and whenever i'm farming i'll be like all right let's let's try like insect glaive which is Mm -hmm. the only one that i feel semi-competent to like play in like a like not like super hard level but like at least normal level difficulty things but like yeah i'll I'll like anytime i'm doing something is like well i have a bunch of unfinished quests at like super low level that i'm like i'm just gonna do dual blades and like put on the highest level armor so that if i do get hit a million times it doesn't matter right because that's uh, way more up close and personal style versus your long range attack. Oh my god. That so uh, the thing that I love about Insect Glaive is that it is one of the more mobile uh weapons. Like I only do like the fast like moving weapons cuz yeah, like I the the one I clip I posted out was of uh someone playing Hammer and yeah, it's, it's like this massive, like huge, like sledgehammer. Yeah, and axe. they like, like almost like an anvil the on dive the attack of a, of a dragon to like that. There, they would finish their combo and land the hit right when the dragon was like diving at them. And oh. I'm like, I could never. I could like, I just wow. could never do that because I need uh, with insect glaive. It is you have a big fuck off pole arm or whatever i don't yeah glaive i guess um but uh you shoot an insect out and it attacks on your behalf and it harvests i don't know it i don't really understand how to use it but (laughs) the main like mobile part of it is that you can use it as a pole vault and just like launch yourself into the air and just like use like some burst in midair to like fly across the screen that so like anytime that i'm like playing with other people all i'm in the air like 90 percent of the time oh yeah because when you land an attack that it launches you again and you all i'm doing is just like bouncing off like an enemy <laughs> constantly Gummy bear style and like awesome. anytime i play like 
a slow moving thing. I'm like, how do people play this game like this? <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Like that clip that you posted, like it almost looked like a clip from uh, Asura's Wrath, which I think is mm. actually another Capcom game, but it was like all yeah. like quick time events and whatever. Yeah. Um, but it like really felt like that. Like it felt like it was like hit, you know, a right when the dragon like leaps into your face or whatever. Like it really like, I don't know. Yeah. Just totally. I don't know. Bonkers. Yeah. It is. I do always find it difficult in any game, whether it's because I think I might have talked about this, too, when we talked about like Death's Door and Tunic and whatnot. But like any game where you have to where you're such like the size of your character in relation to like the size of a boss, you know, where you're like maybe one one hundredth or a thousandth of the size. Like, I feel like it's so hard to like judge positioning of attacks and positioning of your, you know, where you're at and how to dodge and stuff. Yeah. Um. You get know, used you feel to like it. you run into that with yeah you just get used to the flow I guess yeah if you're playing kind a of. boss 20 times you're just like okay I'm, I know what I need to do to dodge that attack yeah whether it makes sense or not I know where I need to be yep yeah I mean I also I just looked up um because I was curious what like the in Monster Hunter Rise the like first boss or so like the first level of bosses uh monsters that you fight is uh like the great Izuchi and it's just like a little velociraptor guy and i was like i wonder how much health it has because like the very first time i was playing with light bow gun i remembered i was doing like one damage per bullet and it was like 1700 health hit points oh my god and then i looked up what it is at the current rank i am which is there is so there is low rank high rank Master rank, which started in Sunbreak, and then Afflicted Research, so it's still AR, like MR, LR, HR, but like uh, Afflicted is five or 55,000 oh. <laughs> hit points. Okay. I'm, I'm at least doing like 30 damage <sighs> per bullet at this point, but like <laughs> it is yeah. still just like, I was like, good God, there! how did I ever play this game like single player for right like yeah, 100 hours right yeah that sounds like fa- final fantasy uh crystal Chronicles style because i remember playing that game and just being like man this game is cool but i feel like i just have to like wail on this boss for like 45 minutes to, mm. like you know i'm not really doing anything all that like it's just like clearly designed to be like chaining attacks with your teammates together and stuff and doing like combo attacks yeah, but the patience that that gave me also, like, when I was playing Elden Ring, I was like, man, even these giant enemies are going down in, like, 10 hits? This is easy. <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't have to spend, like, five minutes just dodging so I can heal. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. though. Just A like lot of those games are, moment. like, yeah, like, waiting for the window, it feels yeah. And I guess that's I mean, that's kind of been standard 3D game boss battles for a long time. Like even thinking back to like Metroid Prime boss battles are kind of like that. It's like run yeah. around until you have a window and then, OK, now it's time for you to attack. Yeah. Yep. So or knock the enemy out and then attack him or whatever. Video yep. games are good, guys. I like them. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been playing as much, man. Like I've been I've done like You've some of the busy. multiplayer sessions that we had, like when, you know, me you and Glenn played and I, I've done it. I actually did a stream earlier today. Just like a nice. quick like ah, I'm going to play some games. Um, And yeah, but I've yeah I've mostly just been like drained. Like I'm so exhausted right now. And actually, I, I just uh, was hanging out with some of my old work buddies last night. My buddy Mike, who was hanging out, who actually 
uh, finally, I gave him his copy of Spider-Man back, which unfortunately never, never even popped it in. So <laughs> I'll never know. I guess I can just get it. I was gonna say, I'll never know if that game's any good. Um, but he was saying, I was like, oh, what have you been playing lately, man? And he was like, oh, Elden Ring. And I was like, he's like, I beat it like five or six times now. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I was telling no. him like, I was like, yeah, it's like the other guys on the podcast have done like, you know, probably like 100, 150 hours, you know, give or take between the two of them. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, it took me maybe that long. Like the first time he's like, well, once you know what you're doing, you just rip through it. I'm like, man, that is just no, we're playing, we're playing different yeah, video games. I don't man. think that's true. No, even like, yeah, new game plus, like, I think they like triple the HP of every boss. Oh, my <laughs> God, Jeez, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't know. Sound that, that sounds like DJ status. Like, OK, yeah. I'm going to go and just grind this, beat everything, get everything you can do in the game. Nope. I don't have that in me anymore. Yeah, I'm no. lucky if I can even beat a game. That's why I think that's why I get so excited for stuff like Sayonara Wild Hearts or something like that when it's just like, oh, I can literally play this whole game in one sitting. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Even in my current situation, like I'm like, I can play this whole game before my back even starts bothering me as much. Like, you know, usually yeah. if I'm in like one position for more than like an hour or two, I'm, I start getting kind of antsy a little bit. Right. Um. And yeah, like Sayonara Wild Hearts, just like, oh, I'm done. Oh, OK, nice. Cool. Yeah. What a Although, game. And I, before I even have time to be uncomfortable. Even in Sayonara, you have to have kind of your wits about you. Otherwise, you'll be replaying the same section a gajillion times. Right. So there's still yeah, some. And ruining the song. Every yes. time you Or not so, ruining it, but you're just like, oh, no, no. I ruined like the, the flow. flow. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Got to be in the zone. Yeah. But yeah. But it is funny uh, when you mentioned the muscle memory thing, too. I think I said this in the discord. But like, yeah, when I picked up my switch the other day, because like I had uh when you and Glenn were going to come and I knew like when Glenn was going to be in town, I just like took all my joy cons out and charged them and everything. Mm-hmm. So I, and I think I packed up my hoary like split pad pros. Like I put them in whatever box that I put some of my gaming stuff in. Yeah. Um, so I don't have them handy, but I like when I was trying to watch the Nintendo direct stuff, I was like, Oh, they probably have it on like just on the switch news channel. But again, I was all like the Japanese news channels. I was like, yep. Shit. I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but I had like just the regular yellow joy cons on there and I was like, man, I really do. Like, I, I do remember how much my hands would cramp up after playing for a while, but I was like, man, I really like the form factor of how like the switch feels in your hand. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, just like the weight of it, the like. Like, it feels delicate and fragile. Like, if you drop it, it'd probably not be a good thing. But, like, it, I don't know. It just feels nice. I don't know. But, I, I mean, it feels way better to play with that split, pre, split pad pro as far as, like, comfort for your hands. But yeah. it did feel nice to be like, oh, I forgot that the Switch isn't, like, so huge. Right. Because um, it does make it quite a bit bigger. Oh, yeah. It's it's bulked out with those yeah. hoary It pads. makes it, like, close to, like, what I would imagine the Steam Deck uh feels like i feel like every time i see a picture of that i'm like yeah that thing looks pretty huge mm-hmm. yeah yeah a little bit more of a thick boy i've been so used to yeah. playing my switch because my i've had joy con drift for years now and i've been too lazy to ever do anything oh, about it you are a good one Ugh, am i i'm uh, well let's let's hear the rest of the story which is <laughs> that i am so used to balancing <laughs> the switch on my like forearm oh while i have god. a pro controller in my hand oh my god <laughs> oh my oh goodness my <laughs> tabletop mode who knew that john was getting full use out of tabletop mode <laughs> such a nightmare good god hey i get it like sometimes it is a pain like to but I, I play it, like, undocked a lot, but it is literally, like, just, like, or, like, I'll sit, like, 
at my desk and I'll just have like it propped up against like, uh, I don't know, on the desk and I'll be playing with a uh, pro controller like. Hey, at least your hands aren't cramping up. Yeah, hopefully. No, that, that, I don't know if your I don't know if your body is like getting in a weird know, position in, to like prop up the switch. But. Yeah, I'm not sitting with good posture, but um, <laughs> you know, making I'm getting my money's worth on those pro controllers. <laughs> yeah, it's a good controller. It's, it's definitely it one of my go tos. Yeah, yeah, it's a good controller. It's de- it's de- I'd say it's probably my favorite of the console controllers of like the mainline console controllers. Granted, I've never used that like two hundred dollar Xbox console control, like that elite controller Neither or whatever I. it's called. I yeah. love I the really three hundred and sixty controller. I thought that was my favorite of. Anyone. I never liked that. Well, I shouldn't say never liked it, but I just I never felt it never felt quite comfortable in my hand. Oh, really? I like the angle of it. Yeah, I think I did too. Like especially I, of that time, I was like, oh, like the 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 contours of this controller feel best in my hand uh of these you know during that generation i think what i don't like and i think a lot about a lot of modern controllers because even like the newer playstation controllers like they make the uh like the r2 triggers yeah. like feel more like triggers and i like them to feel more like a button as opposed to like or even like like gamecube it's more of like a lever but it's not like a trigger but like I will say the 360 controller, that was like the only controller that I would actually hold with like my index finger on the button and yeah. my like ring finger on the trigger where like yeah. I otherwise kind of only use my index finger and just kind Same. of swap between the two. Right. But that controller did feel the most comfortable to just naturally have your hands like to to use all the buttons with a dedicated finger. Yeah, that's a good God, point. I never really thought about it. Yeah, I yeah. really only use my index finger for because i yeah usually yeah. rest my index fingers on the back buttons and then like just shift them up unless it's yep. a game like enter the gungeon or something where you're like constantly like where those buttons are in use at all times yeah. but it's always kind of uncomfortable like i'm always like yeah kind of, that'll lead to my hand cramping up even on a pro controller yeah yeah i'm not a big or like a lot of fps games are the same way where they're going to use all of those triggers yeah. and shoulder buttons yeah. actively and you got to even even you got to have a good grip because they're probably even going to make you like push in the joystick and stuff like that. Ugh. Yep, I can't. That's one of my least favorite things it's terrible. in any game. Like, I like it, it, it can be used it, in okay. Yeah, there there are certain instances where I like it where it's like using a, a sub menu or something. Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, like, lock, like or menu. placing a yeah. beacon or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that where you're like moving the camera and like, oh, cool, something interesting. Let me put a beacon over there. But yeah, when it's like press this to crouch or like Ooh. hold it down while you're pressing forward Feels to bad. run, like get the fuck out of here. Feels bad. Yeah. Yeah. And some games do it with like toggle. That works a little bit better, but mm-hmm. uh, it's still just like. I don't know. There's so many buttons on this damn controller. Like, I feel like, I don't know. You could come up with a better solution than that. I am. This is the most I've ever yawned. I don't know if it's the wine I'm having, but I'm like, I, I'm not sleepy, but I'm yawning a lot. <laughs> and so I apologize. <laughs> hey, I'm the same boat. I'm levels. can't stand that i'm staring at myself in this skype thing it drives me nuts it updated and i'm just there's a big picture of myself and i don't like it
I want to oh, see can the people you, uh, I'm talking to. Not, not oh, you just can't myself. change? I can't I'm, change it? I was like messing around with it, but then I'm like <laughs> trying to stay in the conversation, so I'm not trying mm-hmm. to fuck with it <laughs> yeah. too much. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. For me, it's like right above, it's like right at the top right. There's like a view thing. Yeah, I, I messed with that, and uh, I don't know. I just didn't see anything that seemed intuitive to like don't show my face. Yeah. Okay. I hate speaker view. That's my least favorite. It's yeah. In, it's in grid view, but it's like my, I'm like super prominent and like. Same. I yeah. Don't, yeah. I mean, like, I want y'all to be prominent. I mean, there is only video one. participants in the grid. I guess I don't need to see myself. For me, what I, I have tried is that grid view work. is the only thing checked and then everything else is unchecked, at least on my menu. And I have for me, it's just like a little me in the corner on top, but then you and Ooh. you two are like side by side. Okay, no, I got it. Yeah, like there it goes. There's different. Good God, I just had to undo only video participants in the grid, which makes no sense. But it's oh yeah. Oh Uh, okay. Yeah, you think that would be like something you'd want to have checked? That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, because it has you in the grid as well. Yeah, as as like those those two separate options that doesn't make sense. Gotcha. Oh, I yeah. No, I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm still there, but now I don't, I'm not just staring at myself. That is not intuitively named. That is garbage no. yeah. UI. Mine was thankfully just always, I, like, the only one I ever unclicked was, like, show me in the grid. Because every time I boot it up, it always ha- puts me in the grid, and I have to, like, uncheck that one. Yeah. Every single time for whatever reason, but. um, But, yeah, what do we want to, uh, how do we want to tackle stuff? today we can even you know we can keep it on the shorter side too it doesn't have to go yeah i guess super ham like we can i don't know if you want to save pocky randall for a future time i'm more than happy to i did play a decent amount of that um and especially during that one week i you know i got some time in. i haven't lately i did i was i was kind of got on a roll though i i wouldn't mind I'd be happy to talk. I'd be happy to talk about it because I could easily talk Ninja Saviors. <laughs> well, I want to talk Ninja Saviors, but you know, I could also see myself playing more Pocky because I, I think I could, I think I can beat that game. I'm, I think I could beat that game too. So I'd be happy to talk about that too. And I'm, I'm happy to save it for any time. Like I, I'm happy to just go on your whatever you want to do with Pocky because I could go on that anytime. Because yeah, I still own it and I'm happy to play more. Let's and. It might be, it might like maybe Demon Throttle come out and we can pair it with that or something or. Yeah, let's, let's save the Pocky one more time, even though I know you want to put that with Ninja Savior because the oh, I don't same care that publisher. Much. In my head, I was just like, oh, we could do that, but yeah. it doesn't, we definitely don't have to. Now let's, let's save it. Let's save it one more time. Let's save it one more time. 